people are like, oh my gosh, like you're four years old, haha, you're a toddler, you're a toddler driving, you're a toddler in college, whatever. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Lauren Stiller is a sophomore at Carolina, double majoring in environmental studies and public policy. Lauren will be celebrating her fifth birthday this weekend on February 29th. Welcome to Well Said, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill's official storytelling podcast. I'm Cece Huffman, a student podcaster at Carolina. This week, we're talking all about Leap Day. Lauren's going to tell us what it's like to be born on one, and Jordan Sheely, a senior astrophysics major and science educator at Moorhead Planetarium and Science Center, will explain why we have them in the first place. So every year we're behind by just a little bit. Our calendar is behind what the actual time is based on the rotation of the Earth around the sun. So once every four years, we make up for it by adding a leap day. Lauren was actually supposed to be born on another February holiday. So I was actually supposed to be born on Valentine's Day, um, but I was really late. And my aunt said to my mom, hey, I bet you she'll be born on Leap Day. And my mom was like, no way, no way it'll happen. And then it did. (laughs) So I'll be turning five this year. Um, Every year that passes, it's basically a fourth of a year for me because I only have a birthday every four years. So as a 19-year-old, I say I'm four and three-fourths just for the fun of it. But I'll be turning exactly five this year. People think of birthdays as, you know, this one specific day where, you know, you celebrate the time you came into the world, but they're actually pretty abstract because even though I don't have a birthday every single year, most of the time I'm still celebrating, even though it doesn't happen. So I come to view birthdays as more of just a, like a symbolic uh, celebration, if that makes sense. So I used to celebrate on February 28th because I was born in the morning on February 29th, so I was like... February is my real birth month, so I'll just celebrate it then. Then I realized that because I don't have a birthday most years, I can just choose when I want to. So now I just take February 28th and March 1st and just make it a two-day thing. But every four years, when Lauren gets the chance to celebrate her true birth date, she makes it extra special. This year, I'm thinking about throwing a party. Um, So when I was younger, when I turned like four and eight, my first real birthdays, my parents would throw me frog-themed birthdays because it's leap day. And so they thought it was funny to make the connection. Um, So I was kind of thinking of bringing that theme back just because I really like the idea um, and just making it entirely frog-themed. Lauren says that birthdays are really special and personal, and hers is no exception. I do get bunch of different reactions when I tell people. Some people are like, oh, that's so cool. I've never met someone born on leap day before. Some people are like, oh, that's awesome. Like you have a rare birthday. Some people are like, oh, that's so sad that you don't have a birthday every year. But having a rare birthday can result in some seriously annoying minor inconveniences, whether it be registering for rewards with the store, buying a lottery ticket, or visiting the DMV. It really varies. One time at the DMV, uh, the system, we had to override it to put in my actual birthday. And on my license, it says in the little bar where it says uh, turns 21, it actually says turns 21 on February 28th, 2021, because there is no 29th that year. Um, But it said the same thing for when I turned 18. So I decided to test that theory then. Um, And on the 28th, I went and tried to buy a lottery ticket and they just refused to sell it to me. They were like, nope, you were born on the 29th. You have to wait until 
March 1st, basically, because we don't have one, which kind of upset me because I was like, hey, the government says <laughs> that I was born on or that I turned on the 28th. The root of Lauren's struggles isn't just some arbitrary decision for a special day. Jordan Sheely says it's actually based on the Earth's orbit around the sun. So the Earth orbits the sun and our calendar, the Gregorian calendar, has 365 days in it. But the Earth doesn't orbit the sun in exactly 365 days. There's a little bit extra. It's about 0.24 days, so just about a quarter of a day. So every year we're behind by just a little bit. Our calendar is behind what the actual time is based on the rotation of the Earth around the sun. So once every four years, we make up for it by adding a leap day in February um, at the end of the month. It ends up being February 29th. So that gives us 366 days in the year. So over the span of four years, we end up with the correct amount of time, pretty much, give or take a couple seconds, um, in comparison to the actual time given by the Earth's rotation. As a science educator at Moorhead, where they present science and astronomy programs, they always get questions about leap year. Yeah, um, it definitely comes up, especially with younger kids. Normally along the lines of like, why don't we have a February 29th every year? Or why aren't the years always the same? That and especially with older kids, so why did we choose February? Or why did we choose this one day? Or why did we not do it every 16 years or every however many years instead of every four? But Jordan says that at first, even the people in charge of the calendar didn't understand it. The priests who were in charge of, like, adding the leap years after Julius Caesar had decreed that there were to be leap years um, back, like, right when the Roman Empire first started. They had been doing it wrong. So they had been adding a leap day every three years instead of every four. So there was a span of time of about, I think, maybe 100 years where we had no leap days because they had overcompensated for it. So whenever the Gregorian calendar came into common use this um, this kind of got corrected for again. So we were able to figure out through some sort of math at the time that the Greeks and the Romans were able to do, um, as well as probably people in like the Islamic civilizations in China probably figure this out as well, um, were able to figure that out, correct for it, and then it comes to be just kind of this completely well-known thing in the Gregorian calendar. We didn't have one kind of like central authority for it all until we started the UTC time, which is Coordinated Universal Time. But now that's an international coalition that basically decides this is what the official time is based off of the time in Greenwich, which is where the prime meridian is. Um, so if there is to be an extra leap day or a leap second, anything that else needs to be added to compensate for whatever we figured out, it has to go through this international group. So we've definitely come a long way from Caesar <laughs> decreeing that there will be leap years um, to this very um, worldly kind of international effort. And thanks to this worldly effort, people like Lauren get to celebrate their special days with frog-themed birthday parties every four years. Right on time. find chances to learn more from educators like Jordan, please visit Moorhead Planetarium and Science Center's website, moorheadplanetarium.org. 
Do you have an idea for an upcoming episode of Well Said? Let us know. Tweet us at UNC or email us at wellsaid at unc.edu. You can find Well Said wherever you listen to podcasts, so we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you for listening to this episode of Well Said. See you soon.